Hello and welcome to Living a Culture of Life podcast by Human Life International. I'm your host, Colleen Haupt, and I'm joined today by Maria Jones from the UK. And today we're going to be talking about the joys of family life. So let's just jump right into that, Maria. What are some of the joys of family life for you? Thank you, Colleen. So I am a mom of six children and I'm married to Peter and we have got a life where I'm working part-time. So I have you know, the ins and outs of leaving the babies and having all those things, those little challenges and working challenges, but then the joys of coming home and <laughs> holding the baby and saying, hooray. And I think actually just generally in life and with all the different things that go on, the seasons of life and through whatever seasons you're kind of going through, like the seasons of the church and the seasons of the year, like through pregnancy times and all the special things in that. And I love all the different bits in that and, um, like I feel young when I'm pregnant and, you know, I know there's like the challenges, the aches and all those things, but I do otherwise feel like I'm young, I'm starting a new life and I'm like at the beginning of motherhood again sort of thing. And then when the new baby comes, I love that time. And when all the other children come, I love the new baby and meeting the new baby and getting to know them and just an incredibly special time. And then when they're growing up and eat all the different phases of their little lives. And in the day, I, I think um, I probably find bed getting them ready for bedtime the most challenging. And other than that, I pretty much love it. Actually getting up as well. <laughs> related to getting up and getting to bed. But other than that, it's just um, probably loads of other challenges in the day, actually. <laughs> I, I like quiet things. I do like reading stories, snuggles, uh, and just, praying with them, thanking God for them. And, and it's really lovely. I've, I've come across this method called the Don Bosco method. I work for the Regina Chaley Academy, which you've got loads in America. Some, be, some of your listeners might have heard of it. Um, and we have one academy in the UK and we are so impressed with it. We really like it. Anyway, it's a hybrid. It's one of these hybrid uh, models of an academy. And in the academy, we use a method called the St. Don Bosco method of preventative behaviour management. So this is, you know, known beyond Regina Chaley Academy. Um, And you sort of help to form the children and you're like an older brother along the same journey of, you know, getting to heaven. And I love working with the children, having time, because we have that time with the hybrid, you know, they're not in school all the time. They go in for two days. And having all of that time just to go to them and say, okay, look, I really think if you do this or what do you think about this and asking them what, you know, and working with them to help form them. I love all of that. It's just such a joy as a mum to be able to, you know, help to guide them and have lovely chats with them and get to know these new little people who are your children. So, yeah, I I find motherhood an incredible, wonderful thing. Um, And like I say, so many challenges, but yeah. That's what I love about it. Oh, that's beautiful. And how would you encourage other women to be open to new life? Uh-huh. Maybe um, maybe with the encouragement, some people feel like they're not sure about something and there's a challenge. And I think like, you know, with all sorts of challenges in life, what is it that's maybe holding you back? Um, and even if whether you're sure or not sure what, what that is that you're resisting or you're worried about, I think um visiting another family and you know find out where they are and make 
several hour journey to get there if that's what it takes um you know find out that we've got so many resources online haven't we now that you can like link up with people so i think like in person is the best and then you know and find community find what people are doing consider moving those sorts of things and then i think we've my husband and i we run a youtube channel which i think Again, so many inspiring American families do this sort of thing. In the UK, it is a lot less. <laughs> um, and so we do have uh, this channel and we go around the UK filming families, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and we make documentaries. So my husband used to work for EWTN. So they're really nice quality documentaries of families. So I would recommend, you know, if you're not sure about things, go and have a look on there. It's called One of Nine, as I was one of nine children. And, you know, I just think you get to meet the families. Um, My husband, you know, you'll see, he's got a sense of humour. And so there'll be quirky bits in there, but just get to see normal people that have, I think what it is, is like stepping out first, showing willing. In fact, we we just released a short, um and that my husband and I it was quite an artistic short so we did like you know we specially scripted it and things and it's about stepping out as well not worrying so much about the house I I heard um I was reading a book by I can't remember the, the Christian author who it was but it was called Visioneering okay. and he spoke about um in the Bible there, there was two occasions he gave of when when people were worrying about how could this be you know like how could I have a big family how could this be for us and it one was the annunciation our lady saying but how could this be and the angel reassuring her but with God anything is possible and the other time was and so it's like sort of the how is God's department you know and the other time was Peter walking on water and I still think of these times like Peter's walking on on water wow and then he looks to himself and his own humanity. And that's when he's like coughing and spluttering. Uh, and I think that, I think like keep our eyes on Jesus, say our prayers. We, you know, we've got a mind and a will and we can use our creativity and inter- intellect. We can use our creativity and, and work out, solu- you know, solutions. Seek help of the community, family and things if there's something that's stopping us, the priest. Um, but I definitely think for me, I've loved meeting other families, seeing how they do things. And also, I think it can be when you see a family, and I've said this at, particularly at the beginning of doing our show, you see a family and you're just like, wow, they've got it all together. And when you go and meet them, they have got it all together, but actually they've done it one child at a time. And Ooh. every time there's a whole nine months of pregnancy and then give or take. And then um, of all that thinking time and mulling it out, you know, working it out and what... And then when the baby comes, this beautiful system that God has made where all they need is love and food and shelter, really. You know, they could sleep in a drawer. They could wear, you know, the simplest things every day. You could really get by with, with almost nothing. And then when you've got that baby, then bit by bit, you're starting thinking, oh, I'm oh, homeschooling, that sounds like a good idea. Or this sounds... And then just each step, you just get closer to whatever you need. But if you think in advance, how am I going to do all of this? Then you don't need to do all of this yet. You just need to do the next right thing. Perhaps. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it. And what would be some of the characteristics of a good community for you? Like what, how, and how will that help form children well? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, 
I hear about your communities over there and they are some <laughs> wonderful, like big mega family things. And I think that's it. You want to be in a community. Well, I do. I love being in a community, a physical one where people are there. You can go and see them. Um, one centered around a parish is really powerful because then you're like mass every week. You're seeing other families. When I was growing up, I went to mainstream school and that is, it was Catholic one. And But to be honest, that's where I was challenged in my faith so much for my informed self, you know, unformed that I lost my way in big ways. And so I've really committed to finding Catholic friends for my children. So for us now, I, I'm grateful for the parish and the mass. We we go to a Latin mass now, which I never knew about before. And it's so intricate and wonderful and deep. And it's almost like this like whole new journey that our family are going on in the last four years. Yeah, four years. Um, so that's been beautiful. And that's really helped you like reverence and with the children at mass and things. I've really loved that. And then, yeah, some good cracking homilies from the FSSP priests. Um, and then, so the parish, and then like the education that we've got this, this Regina Chaley has, has grown off it, or there might be like homeschooling co-ops um, in the community. And then other, fam or other families in the community, you know, even if it's not your own, that your, your children can either have cousins or youngsters that are growing up in the faith. Those things, I just think, yeah, people there for you, helping. And, and you know what? People can be isolated and there's other ways of doing things. Just get on Zoom, be creative, think about what you need, you know, if you want your children to have friends or whatever. I think this like, you know, some of those homeschooling programmes have got like online forums for the children as well. And those things just tap into anything like that. That certainly is what's helped out to us yeah that's great I know the community does so much like growing up I didn't have as much of a community but now living in Front Royal there's such a great community here and just seeing the difference of how much like having the priest at mass stand up and encourage families to bring their kids and saying how wonderful it is to have kids means a lot to the families that are coming with a crying two-year-old like <laughs> so I can definitely having seen the difference between the two definitely understand how beautiful that is um and then I remember when you were talking before this podcast, you were talking about slowing down and enjoying your children. So what are some ways that you would recommend to mothers to do that? Oh, this is this has been, yeah, something I've been pondering, pondering, pondering um, over the last few years because I, you know, now to have to live at the moment for many families, we have to have two parents working and so that is our reality we need the two working and so because of that I my time has just got tighter and tighter and then I like there was a period of time where I was just always busy 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 and I was just thinking like when my children look back I just don't want to think mummy was always busy she was always working you know not for sort of little cosmetic reasons but like really deep wanting them to know that I was there I loved them and I you know helped to form them and things so yes I do the two days of home ed and the sort of flexi Friday but also when they come to me and I think like little bits of time I was listening to uh, I can't remember the Sherman Brothers maybe it was that wrote the Mary Poppins soundtrack mm -hmm. 
And they speak about tuppence a bag, um, feed the birds. And this was like the about just the tiny bits, like the tiny tuppence you can give to your children that would just make such a big difference. And I don't, and that's that's what I took from it when they were explaining it. And so I now think like even if I have like three minute windows, 10 minute window, 20 minute window where I can really shut off. And especially if, you know, they'd ask me, can I have a story or whatever it might be? And I'll say, yes, look at them in the eyes. Stop. Look at them. Let them feel like there's nothing else going on. Because, you know, we can flap, 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 flap all day. But really, what is three minutes, five minute, 10 minute intervals that you can really show that you absolutely love them? and that you want to do that thing with them. And then I've started to realise that those tiny little tuppences um, really were making such a big difference in the bigger scale of life. And I think it's almost like, you know, people in finance would understand like compounding interest sort of thing. Like over time, that really builds up. And they say, my mum always read stories to me. My mum would, you know, spend time with me. She always hugged me or well, you know, it would be regular that you'd call out and say, I love you. And then we'd say, love you back. You know, all of that, like, I suppose, like choosing what you want in your family as well, what culture you want. So that's definitely something just to slow down, let time pass. My dad was a palliative care doctor. He's retired a couple of years now. And he inspired me. He would say when he would meet up with the families, I don't know if you call it palliative. Do you call it palliative care in America? I think because that's what I yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've heard the name, so I think so. <laughs> he would say when he met with the families that he wanted them to feel like they had all of his time. And he's known in the town and around, you know, people would say, uh, in fact, when he retired and it was in the middle of lockdown, we put out a post on what's on Facebook. And then there was like 400 messages eventually that had come through because people were sharing it and all sorts of things. 400 messages came through from his like retirement all the people that wanted to you know you won't might not remember me but this is and this and it was just so special the time he spent so many people he touched their hearts um and I thought like that was something that really inspired me and I do I think you know I can at least do that if my dad did that with his patients I can at least do it with my children <laughs> so yeah yeah what are some ways that you slow down with them? Like you said, reading a story, I guess. And I remember you were talking about the treehouse, I believe, before when we talked the first time about yeah. going up in the treehouse with them or something. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like making a memory. So in the summer, particularly, I think get in the treehouse. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm, my temperament is like really phlegmatic, and then a tiny bit of melancholic. So I'm not. I've never been interested in adventures. And, you know, we'd go to the beach and we'd be more than happy never to even put my toes in the sea. I couldn't care less about, you know, getting cold or get, like changing anything about anything. But I do also think, come on, Maria, step out a little bit. So I will, uh, yeah, do something like, say, let's go in the treehouse or let's just create a memory, you know. Um, or baking. Like baking is such a lovely thing to do. And again, might think I haven't got that much time but you can do a lot in a small space of time so here's a quick recipe 300 flour 200 butter 100 sugar and a packet of chocolate chips I don't even know how big just any packet mix it all together and that will just be like cookie dough straight away just quickly as you go and that's um good for vegans because my son is allergic to dairy and eggs so that's good so I can just put like a dairy-free butter in uh, stick it in the oven for I don't know 10 minutes or something like that 
that is so quick and easy to do. Like that's another thing. My mum used to bake like just, and then in the baking time, it's not even that you've just done a quick activity or you just read the story, but that is the time where you can hug them or tell them you love them or um, ask them about their day or just calm them about something that might be going on. And just, just, I think like the mother's presence is so important. Um, yeah. There's some little way. That's beautiful. Are there any saints that have inspired you along this journey? I know you mentioned Don Bosco originally. Um, yeah. So. Yes. Um, definitely Don Bosco. Definitely St. Therese of Lisieux. She is just so wonderful for the absolute basic life. <laughs> the little way. It is wonderful. And, you know, it, it's just you know, divine genius really, isn't it? It's just, it's God's inspiration uh, through St. Therese uh, because it's just tiny ways that everyone can do that you can live a holy life. So I love her for that. You don't have to have read reams of theology and wonderful things. Uh, you can just offer up your day or offer up washing up or um, love an annoying person or not shout at the child when they've frustrated you or, you know, all those tiny things. So St. Therese. Um, who else? St. Gianna Molla has just been a lovely, like, sort of presence in our, in our, you know, within the last century. We met her daughter at a Catholic Mothers Conference a few years ago. And the one that she's holding in the picture. And she was so childlike and, and wonderful. And so I feel like, you know, just that she's there so recently and she was so heroic. Um, I do love her also. Um, but yeah, St. Therese is absolute go-to girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, what would you say to the idea that for women that are trying to choose, like think they have to choose a career over being a mother, how would you address that in problem in today's society from your experience as a mother? Uh, I think you're going to work hard at something. And whether, well, you're not necessarily, but like if, if you want to work hard, so you want to work hard for a career, say for example, but I, I think people want to work for something. What is it they want to work for? And, the, you know, say more and more and more, what, like to go on this holiday, this car, they want to have a certain house, a certain lifestyle. I think ultimately, and you want that to be happy. And I, I feel like, and, and my husband and I will be so grateful that we just feel like, I mean, financially, I, I could turn this laptop around and you just see the mess in it. Because <laughs> uh, we're just like working and, and making things happen and don't have a cleaner or anyone like that. But um, I think we're just so rich with being able to have children. I know so many people don't have children or not able to have children and there's an incredible richness in having children not only you know spiritually um and like having children you can work hard for like they are your children I I, I I'm it does surprise me that the media has persuaded people so much you know the evils that have just infiltrated the governments and and the leadership in the countries that have, that have made women not realize what an 
utter joy it is to have your own children. Like I think they've taken children off us, and they, they take you off, take the children to schools, and they sort of like bring them up for you. And they come home, and they, I, I feel like when my my son Rupert he went into nursery, and when I took him out to home educate him, I hadn't thought it before, but when I started home educating him, I thought he's just started making eye contact with me. And he hadn't before. He sort of didn't even regard me as like anyone important. He was just like going to school. It's like teacher, teacher. And so I, it does surprise me that not more people have tapped into this utter joy and reward and legacy. You know, you're building a legacy if you, you get to build a family. Um, and also like you invest in your children. You know, even if you think financially, there are some, um, there, I, I was talking to, somebody not so long ago and he was saying actually it's a financial investment to have more children is a very good idea and you know get them school you know work hard on their education um and I think you know the sexual revolution has has let women down big time you know what's it what's it gained like there's more victims more women victims there's more unhappiness more divorce uh more rape more you know where has it got us Compared to, you know, if you can, I think like it is helpful to see these families around and and it's good for like, you know, families out there that, that are getting out there, going to the shops with the children, even when it is tricky and things and just think, like, what a joy. These these children are our future. Like, I, I think that, I think like they're an investment for so many things. And, and that's just like being quite worldly about it. They are, you know, what an incredible gift to be able to, be part of raising other souls to love and give, give glory to God. Wow, it is it's really it's, it's really humbling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. It's so true. Is there any other final thoughts you'd like to share with the people listening? Any moms that might be listening or anybody else that you'd like to share? Oh, thank you, Colleen. Well, it's lovely to chat to you, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone does want to reach out, I'm not amazing on instagram but i check it sometimes maria dot one of nine um but like you know if people wanted to look at some families and what we're doing in the uk um then do feel free to look at one of nine in words on youtube i'll um, link it in the bio too so that if people want to go to it that a link will be right there yeah and do share it we would love to carry on i mean we're, we're going but we we do as much as we can. I mean, we're raising six children and working and running the YouTube and whatever, but, you know, we want it to carry on. So share it, support our work if if you feel to support our work and just enjoy it, you know, comment on a video or something. But yeah, so God bless you. It's, it's just a treat to, you know, be able to communicate with some of you. And it would be lovely if we could hear if anyone wanted to chat back. Yeah, I loved the videos that I saw. I really enjoyed watching them. So they were so beautiful and so hopeful, I guess. There was a very positive family life. I guess I see that here in this community a lot. And it was nice to see it portrayed in the media in a way, because like YouTube's media, like in other parts of the world. So yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and to all of our listeners, please like and follow um, and subscribe on YouTube or Rumble or any of our audio platforms and keep on living the culture of life. God bless.